This is Uncovering Sports. Welcome to Uncovering Sports. I am your host, Cactus Hamilton Barrett, alongside, as always, the chef, Brendan Coleman. And this is our NFL South preview. NFC, AFC, eight teams, only two can win with some wild card options. Of course. Let's dive right in because we have a lot of ground to cover. NFC South. Let's get started right there. Sounds great. First team on the list, the Atlanta Falcons. Coming off a playoff season, a season before that, a Super Bowl run. They've been a hot team the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Got a brand new stadium to defend. They got a Chick-fil-A in there. They do. They have competitively priced meals and beverages. Sure. I would love to go there and take in a game. (laughs) So so the Falcons, as you mentioned, they've made the playoffs twice in a row, which for this division, unheard of. They're usually a uh, kind of a carousel. Yeah. (laughs) They they cycle through. It's possible they could maybe even make it a three-peat. I don't know. Which I think would be unprecedented for the falcons because i believe the falcons mo has been up year down year up year down year this is the first string of winning seasons i think the falcons have had in a very long time they already broke the streak (laughs) (laughs) they kind of used the off season to get this julio jones drama going yeah try to stay relevant in the headlines (laughs) but how do you compete with some of the other bait with the bells and such you know the Rodgers contract fiasco. <laughs> it just wasn't that big of a story. Uh, too many contract storylines going on. Julio yeah. got lost in the shuffle a little, I think. It'd be nice if the teams communicated these things to each other so we don't get burned out. <laughs> it yeah. really hurts you all in the long run. Maybe they'll be looking at a different storyline next season. But before they had their big, we have a new stadium, and they could ride on that, and that was exciting. But falling back on the contract dispute feels forced. Yeah, it's it's weak. They could do better than that. Come on, Falcons. They are going to do above average, I think, when it comes to actually winning games. Sure. They're a playoff team. They're going to be in the hunt and uh, probably be be the backup plan for the Saints. Sure. We'll talk about the Saints in a minute, but the Falcons will probably finish second here. Backup team means they're going to keep them in contention in case they need to change plans drastically for one reason or another. Injuries. That's the big one. There you go. Well, why don't we talk about the Saints then? Because that's what we're alluding to. Sure, sure. It's the Saints division in 2018. And in 2017. It's going to be twice in a row for them. Were you surprised at all that Drew Brees stayed with the Saints? I was just shocked. I hope you can hear the sarcasm in my voice. <laughs> now that was a contract that I thought, wow, I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> is he, is he not? What'll the Vi- happen? The Vikings are talking to him? I think that happened. I think that might have happened. Well, I mean, they said that, that happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. We know the truth. <laughs> so I think they, they could be uh, maybe in the in title contention, do you think? They, I... they fell just short after one of the craziest games we've ever seen. Let's look at the last couple of years. Drew Brees, Hall of Fame, dare I say legendary level quarterback in the NFL's eyes, right? Mm -hmm. Saints have not been at the level that Drew Brees is at for the last several years, but they bounce back big time because the storyline is this one last push while Brees is still their guy. And 
They're not going to send him to the NFC Championship game and literally lose by a one play to not bring them back again. Right. I think we talked about it at the end of last year. There's this one storyline, one matchup they've never done. Yep. And they're both getting up there in age. Now is the time to you do it. Got to pull the trigger on Brady versus Breeze. Yeah, if you're going to do Brady versus Breeze and they want to do Brady versus Breeze, now is almost the time you have to do Brady versus Breeze. Yeah, I'm hearing right now that is the plan. I have heard the same thing. We got the Young Guns Super Bowl last year with uh, Brady versus uh, <laughs> Wentz, as far as we can remember. <laughs> That's what that's what happened. That's, what that's happened. how it went there. So I think we are gonna get Battle of the Titans this year. That's the plan. And we already talked about the Vikings last week. If you didn't hear what we had to say about the Vikings and about Case Keenum in our first week, go back and listen to that show as well because all of that's very relevant to what's gonna be happening because Case Keenum was a Viking that beat the Saints with zero seconds on the clock. Case Keenum and the Vikings are obviously going places as well, but that's not to say that they just push the Saints to put Keenum over, you know? Brady vs. Breeze is the plan. I don't know if you watched any preseason games. I'm not sure why they gave Keenum that win after seeing what I saw <laughs> <laughs> on Saturday. He plays better in real games. When it counts. Okay. When it counts, okay. yeah. yeah. So Brady versus Breeze. All but pencil that one in there. Yep. Go ahead and do that now, which then leaves you with two other teams in the NFC South. One of them is going to the Super Bowl, pending a disaster. So you got the Panthers. There's one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been a really weird offseason for the Panthers because of their whole uh, owner removal storyline or resignation, whatever you want to call what happened to him. Right. This season for the Panthers is, I'm going to say the word rebuilding, but I don't mean that in the traditional sense of a rebuilding year for a team. They're not going to be retooling their entire roster. It's more of a rebuilding of their franchise image and identity. They're changing the who the Panthers are. Yeah, it's a pretty unique situation. You don't see this very often. Yeah, this is not anything that they run with very commonly at all and no no contract disputes at all no they i like what they're doing over there (laughs) (laughs) it's different they're they're gambling that a few years of this and they'll have a totally remade panthers team that is going to be exciting and gonna go places after the breeze era is over Mm -hmm. after the falcons and matt ryan have run their course and someone's gonna have to be ready to step up this is good long-term booking really yeah hey love him or hate him there's a lot of both out there cam is has that star power oh absolutely no question about it he could easily take that division over in in a couple years yeah and he's got plenty of time left people like to say he's washed up and he's over but it's like i don't think he's even 30 (laughs) yet no And he was just in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Yeah, time flies in the NFL. They'll be back on top in a couple of years. Yeah, they'll be eating some W's real soon. There is a team that will not be eating very many W's. <laughs> Are you talking about the Bucks? I'm talking about the Bucks. They're going to be starved for W's. <laughs> it doesn't look good for the Bucks. No, no, it does not. It's not going to look good for the Bucks for a while. I don't think. 
along. It's wow. going to be a tough season. If you have a taste for W's, <laughs> find a new team. <laughs> uh, I think uh, the biggest problem is that Goodell and NFL upper management have kind of lost faith in Jameis Winston. I think that they saw him as having some potential, but with guys like Deshaun Watson, who we're going to talk about in a few minutes when we get to the AFC South side of things, coming in, I think uh, the shine has worn off on Jameis, and they've moved on. Yeah, it happens quick. Number one overall pick. They've yep. given up on him already. And you know they put a lot of stock on the number one overall pick. Cam Newton's star is still shining brightly and will continue. Mm-hmm. But you've got to, if you're given that spot, you got to run with it. you got to grab the brass ring. That's true. And you got to run with it. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, Jameis, all he's done is give us a hilarious catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that... Look, everyone was talking about it when it happened. It's hilarious. We're still laughing about it. <laughs> I mean, we'll always laugh about but it. But it really ruined him, I think, in the long run, right? Yeah. He's, he's become more of a comedy character. He's. It's. You saw the same thing happen with Derek Anderson back in the day. <laughs> yeah, that's When nothing true. was funny to him, everything was funny <laughs> to us. Yeah. <laughs> he's Derek Anderson 2.0. Yep, he's just kind of a comedy act, that, and that's all that the Bucks are going to be now for the next several years, I think. Because I don't think that they're going to replace Jameis that quickly. But I don't think that they're going to do anything with him. He's just extra talent. What if they trade for a new coach? Maybe John Gruden? Oh, could they just run it all the way back? Run it, back. <laughs> it worked for them last time. They might gamble on it this time. The bad part about this is I can absolutely see that happening. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> Book it. 2022, John Gruden becomes head coach of the Bucks. (laughs) Is it going to happen in some kind of weird (laughs) midseason? I don't think there's ever been a midseason coach trade. Hey, if you're going to trade coaches, make it John Gruden. (laughs) I want to see more coach trades. I just want to say that as an aside. Yeah. One of the most rare things to happen. He's the only one I can remember being traded. (laughs) I want to see another coach trade. There was talk about it, and it was mostly just hype. That the Cowboys were going to try to trade for Sean Payton. Yeah. (laughs) And I was on board. Oh, I'm sure they tried. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's the NFC South. Bucks are going to be rationing W's all season because they're going to be few and far between. Saints are going to win not just the division, not just the conference, but they could be looking at a Super Bowl. Who am I kidding? Brady's going to win. Yeah. And that one's going to be loser leaves town. I think yeah, I think so. Out. The build is going to be good, and it's going to be a exciting Super Bowl to watch. No questions asked. We finally get to see these two Titans go at it. Yeah, maybe they're both a little past their prime prime, but such is such is the NFL sometimes. AFC South, we got to keep it moving. This is a, a strange division, isn't it? It is. I thought this was going to be a poorly booked division, but after I looked at it, there's a lot to lot to work with here. There, there's a lot to dive into and digest and to yeah to work with. Let's uh, start with the Jacksonville Jaguars. We just talked about the Bucks. They're not Florida's team right now. Yeah, Florida's a big state. They have a lot of football teams. It's easy to generalize and say, oh, you know, they only want one team at a time there, or whatever. But it's kind of true right now. The Jags are the team on the rise there. That's bad news for the state of Florida, too, because for years we've been hearing the Jags are moving. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're the favorites. 
The London Jaguars <laughs> are the favorites. Wow. They're not. I don't know if they're actually the favorites in this division, but they're the favorites in in Florida right now. Yeah, yeah. and they're coming off undisputedly their best season ever. Sure, they man, they were so close, and no one expected that kind of a push. That was, I believe, we talked about it on one of the early episodes of this show. That was a thank you to the fans, that I think was well deserved. Really, a, a nod to them to say, you know what, you've stuck with them for a long time. Here you go. They won playoff games. What I'm hearing here, Cleveland stands a chance this year. Thank you to the fans. <laughs> who, Cleveland does stand a chance. Who this parade year. over 0 and 16. <laughs> well, Cleveland's going to party with a 4 and 12 season. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Okay. So the Jags. The thing standing in their way, sadly, we talk about it every single week. <laughs> Quarter racks are the stars. Most important position in all sports. Undoubtedly the stars of the NFL. Look at this division. There is a big gap in quarterbacks <laughs> between the top three and this guy. What are you talking about? You're not putting Blake Bortles up there with the rest of them? I am not putting Blake Bortles up there. You obviously didn't watch the NFL playoffs last season when Blake Bortles slung 87 yards of fire. In a win. In they a won win. The game. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Best season of his life. <laughs> I just don't think there's enough there <laughs> with these other teams on the rise. I don't know what makes you say that. <laughs> <laughs> they will be above average. <laughs> Which is Blake Bortles' middle name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his parents aim high. <laughs> Better than Joe Flacco. <laughs> That's true. He's average. And Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. <laughs> I think above average Blake could make it. <laughs> That's true. It's a different time then. The Titans. Yeah. Moving on from the Jags. Sure. The Titans. They also got a massive push at the end of last season. They did. They made it to the playoffs. We saw two AFC South teams make the playoffs in a single year. <laughs> when was the last time that happened? I couldn't tell you. No. And the Titans looked like a million bucks. Mariota looked like a million bucks. He threw a touchdown to himself. If that is not the rub, I don't know what is. <laughs> against against the set? Patriots. Ag no, no, no. That was against the Chiefs. No, that was against the Chiefs. Yeah. You're right. But that was a, in their win. Yeah. But he had a good game against the Patriots. They but made him did, look really he, strong. He hung with Tom Brady the entire game. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we were just talking about Jameis Winston. Yep. They were drafted one and two together. Yep. The NFL doesn't want that draft class to look weak. Jameis looks weak right now. Yeah, That only makes Mario look better. Yep. They want him to look even stronger this year. I feel like the Titans market is a market that is thirsty for wins now. They've been whipped up and they're ready to go. And their market, they sound like a small market team, but you have to remember that the entire state of Hawaii is Titans territory. That's true. <laughs> And at times, I think the entire state of Oregon. And at times, <laughs> yes. We get nothing but Titans <laughs> games around here on TV. <laughs> it is a weird pocket of Titanism if you're an Oregon fan. He is a hero in multiple states. And I heard Goodell knows how to say his name now. Does I, he, has mm, he? Have we actually heard him say no, it? No, we have not. Absolutely not. I know. I got the blueprints, and it says Marcus Mariato push next to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. So... <laughs> Well, I, only, spell I it, only assume he either dictated or hand wrote it himself. <laughs> Voice to text. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But I think that the Titans are looking like they're in a very good position this year. If a two teams make it to the playoffs from the AFC South again, the Titans are one of those teams. Absolutely. Because they've only gotten stronger. Yeah. They've added the Patriot way to yeah, their team. Exactly. <laughs> New coach, former Patriot, added multiple former Patriots. Patriots. <laughs> Deion Lewis, Malcolm Butler. They, you know what? They know what not the fans like, but what the league likes. Exactly. They are headed in a direction that is very smart. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta read the room. <laughs> <laughs> Goodell likes what he sees. He does. I like what I see from the next team on our list. And that is the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans make this division a four-team race. And they look very good on paper in more ways than one. I'm not just talking about their roster. I'm talking about the whole package. I'm talking about their story, their potential, avenues for booking. There's so much stuff you can do with the Texans right now. And we know what the NFL likes and how they book. Are you talking about the hurricane? Oh, I'm talking all about the hurricane. Does it matter that they already ran this story with the with the Saints? Nope. It worked. It worked. That's true. It did work. <laughs> and what makes it even better is that the Astros already ran the storyline last season. Mm-hmm. So we've got a hurricane of team pride going on in Houston. And I can see the NFL wanting to capitalize on that. We've, we've mentioned it quite a bit on the show that markets like to do that. Leagues like to play off of each other. And we, we saw it in, you know, recently in San Francisco. Giants won a bunch of championships. Warriors won a bunch of championships. San Francisco is on the rise. We've seen it. Cleveland is attempting to try to capitalize it. Obviously not with the Browns, but, you know, with the Indians after now that LeBron has left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it happens. And I, with the way that the Texans are looking, I think that it's very possible. They have found a star in Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. They have one of the most exciting receivers in the league that can make any quarterback look like a million bucks. That guy can sell a touchdown. He puts butts in seats. He puts butts in seats. I draft him just so I have an excuse to watch highlights of it, you know? (laughs) And I don't need excuses, but I watch Texan games. I just watch the highlights. Yeah, every week. And they have a household name on defense, which is a, a hard thing to come by on defense. But they've got J.J. Watt, one of the most recognizable defensive players in the league. Probably one of two big names on defense in the whole league. <laughs> Along with Vaughn? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, he. they've had him single-handedly win games before, before they had that quarterback to lean on. It, yeah, exactly. He was... It's very rare that you have a defensive guy as the face of your franchise, but he has been the face of the Texans for several years. Mm-hmm. And if and, he can stay healthy then and they can ride on that name value and build Deshaun Watson's mystique up and continue putting butts in seats with highlight reel plays from DeAndre Hopkins, then this is a team to beat. The only thing to really worry about them, it's not from a booking standpoint, but it's a health standpoint. Both Watson and Watts yeah. already have I mean, Watson's only been in the league one year, and he already has that problem. Yeah, so. and you got to wonder how he's going to look coming back because we've seen exciting young stars go down and come back as not the same guy from mm-hmm. a talent standpoint, not just from a booking, but you got to still be able to perform at a high level for the league to push you. If you don't look if the Tom- part in your play, they can't sell you despite efforts to try in the past. 
Yeah. If Tom Brady had one leg, he wouldn't be out there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. At this Maybe. point, he probably would. <laughs> but only one more year. I, but they'd make it a hell of a story. <laughs> so I think the Texans are in a very, very good place. I see them winning this division. I see the Titans hanging in there. Maybe a potential wild card. They're going to be in that pool for sure. They're going to be, shall we say, the backups in case something bad does happen to Watson Mm -hmm. or J.J. or something. I honestly am surprised J.J. Watt's still in this league because I call he's going to retire every season. You you do say that. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe this is the year that he retires after they go all the way. Uh, Maybe. But probably not. They crowned Deshaun Watson as the new face of the franchise. Pass the torch. Pass the torch. Okay. Yeah. Watt stays healthy for one season, knows there's no way he can do that for a second season. <laughs> and retires back to his cabin in the woods somewhere. Sure. Sounds great. I like it. Great recap of the AFC South. Uh, we're on to the East next week, right? I believe there's one more team in the AFC South. Is there? You're forgetting your favorite team. Mm. The Indianapolis Colts. <sighs> Headed by your favorite player, Actually, I think you actually do like him. Andrew Luck. I'm a fan of Andrew Luck. You're a big Andrew Luck fan. I was hoping he was going to follow the Peyton storyline. Get hurt. Colts suck. (laughs) Get out of town. (laughs) Head to the Broncos. (laughs) Just rerun that one. Yeah. They like to rehash stories once in a while. They do. It worked once. No offense to Case Keenum. I would much rather have Andrew Luck. Uh, All right. The fact that Andrew Luck is back at all is a massive storyline. It is. But also, he's a new look Luck. Neckbeard is gone. Yeah. Porn stash is in. <laughs> Not sure I like him. As is much. he heel luck now? Yeah, he might be. He looks like a bad guy. He does. He looks like the bad guy. And maybe that's just what this AFC South needs is an antagonist. Because we've got Marcus Mariota could never play a bad guy. No way. Deshaun Watson and the Texans are playing a team that is recovering from a devastating hurricane. That's babyface material. Sure. The Jaguars had a storybook season last year. Okay, but they also got into fights with fans, didn't that? Didn't that happen? <laughs> I think that did happen. <laughs> they could be the bad. Guy. They could be the. They could be the bad guy. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that tough guy stash Andrew Luck is priming us for a heel turn we never expected because he's always been a good guy. Yeah, Stanford guy. Came in to save the Colts after their horrible year without Peyton. Well, you know, his dad is now associated with the competition. Maybe that's... Oh, that is very true. XFL commissioner luck. Yeah. (laughs) And that's one that I'm very interested to see how they play it. Because they could very easily punish luck for being associated with the XFL and just bury him. (laughs) Just by blood he's associated with. (laughs) Maybe run him out of the league. Because, I mean... Think about it this way. Andrew Luck comes back from a near career-ending injury. Do you continue to push him when there's a legitimate threat that he calls it quits and goes and plays for his dad as soon as the XFL starts up? That's a good point. That mixed with the injury, I don't expect much of a push. I don't know if they're considering the XFL thing that much, but Roger's always thinking. Roger Roger is always... They're not always good thoughts, but they're there. Very often, they're not very good thoughts. <laughs> Marcus Mariato. <laughs> the Colts are not going to do very good this season, let's just say that. Right. But they are going to play the heel. And they've got the quarterback to make it believable, not just the look, but it's but conceivable that he threat. could yeah. 
be a foil to these teams. Absolutely. Yeah. He's not he's not a nobody. He's freaking Andrew Luck. Yeah. That's the AFC South. That's the NFC South. That is our NFL South recap. We got one more week of this left, and that is the East, NFC and AFC. Guess what? Heavy hitters there. We've saved Brady for last. <laughs> and the champs. <laughs> and the champs. That's right. It's going to be an interesting talk, and then we will lay out the playoff picture as it stands, and you're not going to want to miss that. Plus, big fantasy episode. If you're an NFL fantasy player like we are, you're not going to want to miss that. It's all coming up in the next couple weeks of Uncovering Sports. Deuces. Titans select Marcus Mariotto, quarterback, Oregon. <laughs> <laughs>